Hello, and welcome to Not Another Nat One Small Talk, where we're going to talk about episode 15, Mm -hmm. take some (laughs) questions from our Discord and answer them. That's you guys. Uh, We can. And hi, I'm Keith. Hi, Keith. Hi, Big Poppy. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Alex, playing the pedantic professor, Dr. Situs Sercator. (laughs) He sounds like a shock job. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you I'm trying something different this time. Try that mid-Atlantic or something? Well, the music's still playing. It's so going. It got me really high. <laughs> yeah. But hey, I'm not your boy Chase Ezel. Uh, my day job is playing Barry the Straight Shooting, Rootin' Tootin', Drake Warden, Dragonborn Ranger. And you know, I just uh, moonlight as a commentator on my own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, y'all, my name is Andrew. I play Carla Connus, the Bugbear Barbarian, aka the Bugbarian. Yeah. Ooh, he did it. He did it. He that, did that music it. cut out right in the middle of that. I, I, I'm going to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fix it. I promise. I'm pretty offended that. Here, that- I'll hit it again. There I'm pretty go. offended that that side of the table got the music and then we just don't get anything. For what for what it's worth, I, I have a little sound thingamabobber and I can punch the music in and out and no. it cut out. I, I feel like he point. intentionally cut it out. He okay. definitely did. Oh, it's, I don't get that. I don't get that power. It's Sam's turn. He, yeah. No, no music get, for get, him. No, no. Give him the music. Hold on, hold on. Let me, let me get it for him. Actually, please don't. Hi, I'm Sam. I play Click Clickbait, uh, the world's most okayest spy. Uh, and to begin the episode, uh, I'm going to give uh, a little shout out. The other guys don't know that I'm doing this. Uh, if you fucking say MV, I'm coming across the table. I was just about to say, no, you no, haven't no, no, said no. MVM forever. I know. But no, that's not it. It was... Uh, Tuesday it was, night. It was... Gonger Brood's birthday. Yeah, it was the nice. other day. Yeah, so I want to give a special shout out to Gonger Brood. I know when this posts, it'll be a few weeks past your <laughs> birthday, but happy late birthday! And that's yeah. something I've decided right now that I'm going to do. If you join the Discord, yeah, and if you say in the Discord when your birthday is, I will write it down and give you a shout out on the, the next uh, near small talk. Do y'all want to sing to Gonger or do we not want to do that? No, we do not. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, Gonger, they, they said birthday, no. Gonger. I was going to yeah. do it. Yeah. We're saving you because what do you do with your hands at that point? But actually, that Discord bot that I use has a built-in happy birthday thing. I should just enable that. Oh, yeah, yeah. for Come sure. Come on, bro. I'll make um, a happy birthday channel. How much did Gonger Brew pay you, Sam? Uh, Zero monies. But <laughs> zero okay. monies? That's okay, though. That's okay. okay. All right. Well, uh, like I said, I'm Keith, the DM, and I have one question and one question only for me, which is, what was your favorite moment from episode 15? Ooh, there were a lot to pick from. Yeah, this was this, a good episode. This episode was, was this episode was fun because we got to like bounce back and forth between the two uh, the two mini squads. I think my favorite moment was definitely uh, saving Sidus's life. Mm. I won't lie. Yeah. I thought you were a goner. I, I did not think I was going to be able to take down that thing by myself in enough time. Because, like, if for the people at home, when you if you remember, like that the what is that thing called the iris stalker? Eyeless. <laughs> it's just a physical feature, Jim. He <laughs> <laughs> doesn't have eyes. Um, <laughs> the, I, Oh, is it like I like I, I, I it just doesn't have oh. I was wondering how you were so confused about the pronunciation of this thing. If uh, it was literally called the Iris Stalker, wouldn't it be just a lot all of eyes? It would be the opposite. That, it would that be that also so many eyes. I did, wow. <laughs> I did not realize it was E Y E L. I thought it was like I L L. I thought it you thought it was an Apple product. Yeah. Okay. I, this. My Alabama education has failed me once again. <laughs> uh, my favorite moment 
was taking down the eyeless stalker because I didn't think I was going to be able to. I won't no. lie. I thought you were dead because it kept coming yeah. back after you, even after you were down, which is a crazy wild boy move. Yeah, it was. I haven't had a monster in D&D actively attack a player's body before. Yeah. And I know that that's a thing, but that has not happened to me before. I thought he was dead. I thought I thought. Sidus was going to die. Oh, yeah. Uh, me too. I was anxious as fuck. I thought... I and, and, and listen, let me go ahead and put the rumors down. No, I don't want Sidus to die. I know that that was <laughs> something that was kind of touted around because I know I want to play a bard real bad. But no, I had no idea. I kind of thought if I wasn't able to get the job done, Keith was going to be like, oh, you, man, the book came back alive. <laughs> something like that. Sidus again. It's something like yeah. that. Yeah, because what was what was cool is like, if if uh, the listeners remember, like in episode three, Alex attacked yeah. the Eyeless Stalker with the book in crit, right? Yeah, and it, that like, was almost not, killed it. Not only that, that's the first time like that we canonically said that Sidus had ever cast a spell to try and hurt somebody before. Yeah. So like, I, that thing came back with a vengeance. Yeah, and like, it waited for days to track you like okay can i uh, can i ask can i ask you a question keith yeah you're sure. gonna get a lot of them tonight keith did so like from that moment that alex attacked the eyeless stalker was it following us the rest of the time like waiting yes or was it really y'all rolled multiple perception checks to look for it i gave hints that there's yeah. something moving corgan saw it yeah, Corgan. Oh, 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 that's shit. Oh, that's what I was saying. Keith, that yeah. was, that was a moving in the heavy, mist. I remember that. That was a yeah. heavy handed one because he literally said, I feel like something is stalking, stalking me. me. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Went right over my head. Well, <laughs> I, was, <laughs> oh my I was focused gosh. on Barry's crying scene and did not think of, did not register that. I was like, oh, Corgan's just distraught. Yeah. Of course he's going to see and things I, in and the I mist. And I was re listening to something, and there was another one where Keith had us like look down an alley or something. And I think you rolled a 19. Who is and, you? Uh, Chase, uh, Barry rolled a 19. Hi. And and say and Keith said we didn't you didn't see anything and Sam even made a joke about like no you don't understand he rolled a nineteen I remember that that was what that was oh yeah. my oh wow goodness. Yeah. well in my defense I was looking for the iris stalker which <laughs> <didn't exist. laughs> what was the, okay yeah <laughs> he saw an eyeless stalker and was like that's not it that's not the monster yeah that's that's not <laughs> that's it. a different thing entirely <laughs> <laughs> well my my favorite moment is actually another click moment because we got I mean you know Sidus went through it, almost died literally, and was brought back by your, I mean, your bravery, that that episode, got us to the top of the wall. I know Alex likes playing charismatic people, so I know I tried to play Sidus a little bit more charismatically, but what we needed was click. We needed the high charisma persuasion, and not only that, we needed Sam, and your speech that you gave to kind of rile up the rest, the remaining civilians and military guys that had not fallen into, what was that guy's name? Balkaden? No, uh, no, no. The, uh, Valen. The, Phalen. Yeah, with Phalen. Valen with a yeah. V. Phalen was the uh, that's why I was confused. that y'all haven't heard yeah, yet. Yeah, that's why I was confused. And like, you were the one that saved those people. Like, your words have probably brought them life. And that I don't know. I like that kind of stuff. And to get that in under 10 takes was honestly really <laughs> impressive. <laughs> I think we only what, got to eight. <laughs> what, yeah. what was your actual role for that? Uh, it was like, it actually wasn't that good. It was like a seven or an eight, but I have a plus 10 oh to persuasion. Yeah. So I like, remember it was an 18. Yeah. It, 
I was like, okay, if I can roll literally anything above like a five, I <laughs> thought I was going to be okay. And I was like, oh, yeah, typical meme. Just going <laughs> to sit here, roll an eight on a super important roll. But yeah, that was, that was a cool moment for Click because I think that moment kind of reassured him that like, oh, like he actually can be second in command. Has like, he ever done something like that before? No, I mean, Click has always just been like... uh like a lone ranger, no pun intended, Barry. Uh, <laughs> he's like just been kind of alone, like the life of a spy is not like you're not really in a team. You're not really leading people. You're kind of, you get in, you do your job, you get out, you come home and it's off to the next mission. And like, this was really cool because I got to show off my plus 10 in persuasion. Uh, but yeah, it was really cool. That was, that was a really fun moment for me. I think my favorite is obviously has to do with Barry finding out Carl's age, but specifically, Andrew, how you, uh, like the little speech you gave to Barry to like just get him to chill the fuck out and (laughs) realize it's like, this is still the same person that's been along with you for the last 14 episodes in this wild world and where like you were able to keep the party moving when Barry's gone down a couple times or almost went down in like the second or third episode. And just, Barry's still not, particularly okay with the fact that a minor is out here risking their life, but I just how well you delivered that little speech was, is just really cool. If I may interject for one second, canonically click still doesn't know. Yeah. Well, (laughs) for now. Yeah. For now. Cause like we ended the episode is like, y'all know about, uh, his Carl? name's Carl. What, what Y'all know this stuff about Carl? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't left it a little bit open ended. It doesn't Clicks. have to go straight into the age. If like Andrew wanted to butt in, say, "What the fuck are you doing?" But, I think click like I think the first word of episode sixteen is just gonna be click saying what. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I think I'll probably let it happen. It's 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 time, and he's also. This is it's the end of the world. Nobody's gonna be like, yeah. giant bugbear, go sit in the corner. <laughs> Uh, but it, along that uh, same track, uh, my favorite moment was probably when uh, when Barry finally caught on. <laughs> it took you a while, but you finally got there. Oh, yeah. uh, with the and Keith's creativity with how we got there with uh, uh what's her name? Uh, Tiskew. Tiskew with Tiskew smacking the drink out of my hand. Oh, and you bringing back that line. It's like, your brain's not really developed until you're 25. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was a good callback. That was the, I think that's the funniest moment of the podcast. Oh yeah, easy. For sure. <laughs> that caught me off guard and was perfect. But I, and I, I'm a little jealous of the other half of the party though. Cause like, what we did was cool and all, but like, they had like a near death experience. Yeah, like, the big guys just, got no combat whatsoever. That's not, that's, that's not a, Plus, on our I, end, though, no, as, I know, but as as weird as it is to say, I'm jealous of it. That's exciting. It yeah, was, it was I get exciting. that. I get that. I and get we're that. combat focused. Like we you are. got the hammer. It was so frustrating. Like just sitting yeah. here with our hands tied behind our backs. So like, I, I wanted to be able to use the come here and yeah. like get something done with that. <laughs> when when we were uh, getting ready to split up, I thought for sure it was going to be like me inside is doing some sort of like skill challenge to get to where we need to go, and like you two fighting something and it makes sense that that how that was actually flipped so that was really that was really good on your part keith yeah smart. it caught me off guard yeah. i wasn't expecting it when he started making me roll those perception and investigation checks i was like it's just a string of yeah. not good rolls either yeah I, i'm not sure if i said it on the mic or not uh last episode but i i definitely 
at some point said like, this is why I wanted to go with you. This is yeah. why you can't leave without the big guy. No, no. This kind of actually goes into my question though. Is that okay if we can transition into question times? Oh, real quick, I'm gonna, I want to start a new uh, crit recap. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like this. I like this. Yeah. So yeah, as we've mentioned before, we have, I have a spreadsheet that's the crit counter. So any critical one or 20 gets recorded and also fuck ups. So we'll start with the fuck ups. We had Keith uh, calling Barry Carl once. Dang. We had okay. Alex calling Barry call Carl once. Okay. Okay. So the same fuck up twice. Dang. Keith with three disclosed nat twenties. Oh my Jesus. gosh! Yeah. I remember that. I yeah, that dude, it was terrible. Was, but and then Sam having one of the best days so far with a complete wash: two nat ones, two nat twenties. Hey, <laughs> that's good for me. Round of applause. That's really good for me. Yeah, we did good. That's, I, what's I, the what's the overall count? I I don't have that tallied up. Oh, okay, yet, but my you're, bad. you're you're bad. I'll I'll get <laughs> oh, bad. LOL. Okay. LOL. I'll, I'll get a little tally started next time. A counter off to the side. So yeah, that the one, overall that was kind of unnecessary. I, <laughs> kind of, I I knew I was bad. He didn't have to remind me. His question was, "What is the list as a whole?" And you just responded, "You're bad. You're it's bad. bad. Don't worry about uh, it." Okay, real quick, eyeballing Sam. You've had five nat twenties. Then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, oh. ten, eleven, twelve oh my, nat ones. Oh. Since I started tracking these in episode five. Yeah, that makes sense. That's incredible. I and I, I do want to say I don't I can't imagine that you've gotten this far without knowing this, but I did have a friend uh who started listening uh, in the past couple weeks <laughs> texted me after like being five episodes in and was like, What is a nat 20? <laughs> and I was like, it's 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 for those of you who may not know, it's a natural 20, means no modifications. It's actually what you roll on the dice. It's it's it is the best role in the game. Yeah. And the worst role in the game is the opposite, which is what we're named after. Yep. A and Sam. One. Oh yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah. One. Sam is the embodiment. He is the, the one that's keeping the namesake alive. Yep. I love it. I have a question that, that that leads me into my question, which is for my lovely dungeon master Keith. Uh I, I recognize that we don't plan a whole bunch here, but what what would it was there a plan if Sidus had died, or is that just a bunch of unlucky rolls? Uh, yeah, that was some incredibly unlucky rolls. Because I think for that you. two of those three nat twenties. I rolled this. I don't think I've I've been playing D and D for a long time. This is the first time I could remember that I've rolled two nat twenties back to back. Was it? It wasn't advantage though. It wasn't no, it was, like you. It was, it was just literally you rolled one, you rolled another, and it was two nat 20s. two straight rolls on multi attack. What would we have done if we had, if Sidus had died right there? I, I have a, I had a backup idea that I would have ran by you, Alex, uh, to see if you liked it. Um, but if that would have happened, we would have had to finish this episode with Sidus being gone and would have had to pick up your replacement character from somewhere. We would have had to like, <laughs> we would have had to plan like, well, is your replacement character at the Eastern Wall? Was he with the civilians that John rescued? Like, it was actually his TA back in Alina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on the boat. Oh, he came back. Yeah, like just it, it would have been it would have been wonky. Also, I'm so glad it didn't because with like the season finale coming up, we don't have the it would have taken a lot of time and yeah. uh kind of emotional connection to reintegrate someone into the party and then deal with Carl's emotional uh, fallout. Uh, he would have had yeah. a, me. Carl and Click would have had a fight to the death. Like I would not. I, I would not have let him get away from that. It wasn't my fault. He would have tried to intercede and like negotiate. But yeah, that would have been rough. I just. I. I 
I just I I made I made that threat to you before you left, and I know I didn't I, I didn't kill him. Like I, that doesn't matter. Uh, uh, I don't know. You would have let me die. You would not know. Click proved <laughs> that he was not going to let me. Yeah. Die. He 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 did save me. But if I had died to Carl. I, I, it would have been your fault. Yeah, you, gotta, yeah. you have to uh, bargain with a barbarian. Yeah, yeah. a barbarian going going through great grief is not not a reasonable person. Yeah, I do have a plus ten deception, so I feel like I could have weaselled my way out of it. I don't know if you can Ooh. weasel your way out of a. I mean, that would I would have been I would that would have been fun. Yeah, that would have been really fun to play. Actually, I yeah. do like. That. I mean, I did kick your butt in arm wrestling, so I imagine <laughs> I can deceive you pretty easily. <laughs> was that a, that this whole time? Was that actually a deception that you just cheated? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm convinced. I don't know about y'all. He's got plus 10 deception. Well, I just, well, that, that, well, you ruined my question, Alex. What was your uh, question? Well, I, well I, wanted, I wanted to know if Keith expected that encounter to be so by, like, you know, by the hair. No, chin, that's chin, a different chin. question. That, that I guess but that's, it is. that's, it's, it's, it's on the it's same vein, related. but I mean, Sidus almost died. Like, yeah, we almost had almost a character died, death. And Click got hurt this time too, didn't what, what, what was your health at the end of that? Uh, like seven. single, single, it was digits. seven yeah. for sure. So like it was one round from, yeah, because wiping half the party. I got, I got heckled for willingly taking an uh, attack of opportunity to use Eldridge Blast at a safe distance. <laughs> and then it ended up ended up working. If I yeah, that'd have been that'd have been real awkward if we both would have gone down. Yeah. Yeah. What if we just like didn't come back? I, I honestly don't know what that's that's a crazy thing that would have happened if you just got ambushed in an alley and then died. <laughs> I don't you're like basically gonna have to play Libra characters for your characters. Like I guess if you guys both die on the way to the outpost, the outpost isn't coming back. Oh goodness. See, oh, that's yeah. the that's the crazy thing about a podcast is that like we have to if it was just D&D around the table, an ambush killing half the party, uh, I mean that it, sucks, it, it depends on the table. It depends on who the players are that you kill and how much they've invested into it. But I mean, player deaths are not uncommon in Dungeons and Dragons there and there are a lot of people that play expecting character deaths. Yeah. And, and Keith has told us like, oh, well, yeah, once we hit a certain point, then it's hands off. If y'all do something stupid and die, then you die. But we also have to like think about the entertainment value. It's like, well, if Sidus dies right here, that's just not satisfying. So I was sitting there, my fingers crossed, like don't let him die while <laughs> being knocked out unconscious from just a bad stroke of rolls. Please. <laughs> yeah. Now like that, the character that I'm going to be playing in our next campaign, uh, is going to be, it's something that I've yeah. talked to Chase about that like, I, I, like, there's a very good chance that he could die at some point because he's a maniac and does dumb shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, now that, well, it was also very funny because I was texting my wife during the, uh, during that encounter where, Sidus uh, went Sidus. I'm my name running is, through my all name the is names. Sidus, yeah. Where Sidus went down. And I showed it to Chase because yep. uh, I was text her and I didn't say Sidus went down. I just said uh, one of like one of the party went down and, she, and her response was, is it Barry? <laughs> Fucking Barry. It always goes uh, down. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's the expectation yeah. is that, I mean, you've kind of died a couple of times. That's oh, yeah. brutal. Yeah, it is. Uh, I don't know if y'all noticed. Y'all were like neck deep in the scene when he just held the phone over and I started quietly laughing. I I, but, I was so not paying attention yeah. to y'all. I am so sorry. No, I was sweating profusely. Oh, I'm <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm not to, joking. Trying to fight for my life. 
I'm not joking. Like I held my hands up at one point. I think y'all weren't paying attention, but dude, I was legitimately shaking. I was like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> There's nothing to do. I'm dead. Oh no. Oh no. Like, oh no. Have, have you, have you been down during a fight like that before? Like for that length of time? Not in Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. No, I haven't. So it was a, it but was in a, real life you have? Yeah. A couple of okay, times. Okay. Yeah. A couple of times <laughs> I, in a fight, dude, I just, I get socked. I get, I get put down, but then I come back. Alex, uh, I have an honest question. Because I've known you for a long time. I, the answer is no. I have never been in a okay. fight. And I tell my students that all the time. I was like, guys, I made it this far. I have not laid hands on somebody. You can do the same thing. I like, promise. Lo looking around this table, I would honestly expect none of us have ever actually been in a fist fight. Show of hands, anybody actually been in a fight like legit? Oh, shit. Oh, gosh. We got I, two hands out of five. I, I we been, won't say I, who, I, but I've two been hands. punched in the face once before. What? Yeah. I fought Keith. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's internal conflict. Oh, okay, okay. I, got, yeah, I, I can only take so much shit from Click. <laughs> on the way out, we, we settle our business. I, I, I mean, I, I, I clarify that in that uh, stuff with brothers doesn't count. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. If it was that, then yeah, a handful. I, yeah, that doesn't Legitimately count. tried to kill each other. I, 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 sh I, for like 10 minutes one time, just shot my older brother, not my little brother. You shot, shot? You shot your brother? <laughs> 10 minutes? Oh my. With a pellet gun. <laughs> oh my God. It was bad. It was bad. Specifically, not a BB gun. Okay. Not little round BBs. Pellets. The ones that have the little sharp points I, on them. I, oh, you no. don't have to say it again. Uh, Ow. It was, well, I, in my defense, he, we, we, were on, we were hanging out. Uh, this makes it sound like we were such... Uh, Hoodlums? Yeah, that we were hanging out on the railroad tracks. Uh, <laughs> And he was, and he was throwing rocks at me. He's like three, how, yeah, he's like three years older than me. He's throwing rocks at me. I thought you were about to say he was three years old. No. I was about to be like, oh my God, <laughs> shot a three-year-old with a pellet gun. <laughs> and, and, that? And, I ha and I had the pellet gun and I was like, if you keep throwing rocks at me, I'm going to shoot you. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, he, that's... And, and I like warned him three, three or four times and he just kept doing it. I was like, all right, dance, buddy. <laughs> well, yeah. Wow. That, that's crazy. Does somebody have a question again? Uh, yeah, I'll ask mine. Oh, Sam and Keith were the ones that said they have been in a fight, by the way. Yeah, I fought Keith. Yeah. Have you actually exactly. been in a real fight, Sam? Yeah, I fought Keith. That doesn't count. <laughs> that doesn't count. No. Okay. Okay. Keith uh, is Keith. the only one that's laid hands on somebody. Did, just tell me this. Did you win? <laughs> It got broken up too quickly. I got the sucker punch on a guy who was like two feet taller. Than hey, knuckle bump, nice. bro. Nice. Knuckle bump. Did Ooh, you, I did felt you, the fist. Did you go for it knowing it was going to be broken up quickly? No, I was just, <laughs> I was curious. I literally had to jump off the ground to get like <laughs> within socking range of the dude. It was, I, I, I've shoved a guy once for making fun of my sister and that was it. Like parents watching from the garage, just, uh, they told me after the fact, like, oh yeah, we were waiting on you to punch him. It's like, yeah. Do uh, sporting events count? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then yeah, I have. <laughs> okay. What the heck? You know, so the one time I got punched in the face was I was playing basketball when I was like probably 10 and I blocked a guy's shot and it accidentally hit him in the face and I was like turned around to start celebrating and then when I like turned back around, he just punched oh, me right wow. in the face. See, I've gotten hit in the face, but never in like a an intentional fight. Like I got elbowed in the eye playing basketball at the church once. Mm. Mm -hmm. And then I had a chair fall on my face at a performance in high school once, uh, which... How? So, yeah, that was my high school. <laughs> and we have this annual performance where all the different creative groups perform and like, hey, come to our school, fund us. And so the concert band, I was playing percussion 
And there were what instrument? Uh, timpanis. I don't know what that is. Uh, They're big, big round. Dun, 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 oh, okay, oh, okay, 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 yeah, yeah. So they had scaffolding up above the band for the musical theater kids. It was a cowboy theme. So they were supposed <laughs> to be up there hooping and hollering and just like <laughs> cowboy hats, waving their arms. Like it was a whole thing. Were you wearing a cowboy hat? I was not. We were, <laughs> we were told to wear a black shirt, black pants, and a blue tie. Oh, that's, oh, that's awful. That's yeah, lame. it was It was not a good style. But I'm standing back there on the Tempanese. The curtains are literally about to open for us to start performing. And a little bit of backstory. Prior to the performance, the stage director told the musical theater people, Go up this side of the scaffolding, not this side. This side is safe. This side is where chairs are stacked and they will fall. Three of the four go up the correct side. One goes up the incorrect side. And as the prophecy foretold, <laughs> the chair fell. And I was maybe like three inches back from where the rafters ended, but they were like three feet above my head. <laughs> so this chair falls back straight down, hits me. Yeah, that shit hit me directly in the bottom row of my teeth through my lips. Pushed them back like into a V shape. Yep. The only thing that kept me from losing those teeth is the fact that I had some thick ass braces on. (laughs) So I I remember having tickets to that show expecting to see you. Like I was coming for you. And then somebody in the parking lot was like, yeah, Chase got messed up. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> what annoying, I could have still played through it and then gone to the orthodontist after that because I had the drum solo in the next song like a full kid. I was excited. It was Hey Pachuco and Trevor got to fucking play it. <laughs> Shout out Trevor. Shout, Shout out, out Trevor. He's Shout actually really Trevor. fucking cool. <laughs> we're, we're, but, ta- we're talking wood in your metal chair here. Uh, it was metal, folding okay, metal okay. chair. Oh, uh, ouch. Don't uh, they but do also, th- shout out Elijah. Fuck you for going up the wrong side of those goddamn bleachers. <laughs> shout out Elijah. Shout mm-hmm. out Elijah. Uh, so my question, it kind of has to do with what we've been talking about, but I think this... So I think Sidus almost dying is probably the biggest, what I like to call like a revolving door moment in the podcast. Yeah. Um, it has happened a couple of times. Yeah. Like where I've gotten really close with somebody who saved me. Yeah. So my question is, before our characters met, what was the biggest revolving door moment in their life? And I can start so you guys can think about it. Yeah, please start because I also am still a little bit vague on the end. I, I, need, a, I yeah. need an explanation. Yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, okay. Just revolving door. Yeah. I've never heard oh, that so, phrase before. Uh, so like, um, it's. I apologize. It's a, it's a sports... Uh, analogy. So like... Uh, oh, that's for, why I didn't get it. Yeah. So for Click, it was like, if 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 Click City wasn't uh, misted and they left, like he wouldn't have met any of you guys. Like he would have still been in the city, but it did. And so he had to leave. The other revolving door moment is like, what if Click's dad doesn't die? Because if Click's mm. dad doesn't die, Click doesn't have to become the sole provider for his family and then he's probably he's definitely not in Libra he's probably doing something else so that's what I mean by revolving door or I guess it's like the what's that called the uh, butterfly butterfly, butterfly yeah, so that's like, what's what one event okay, that had it happened differently or not yeah. at all would have prevented the happenings of like your character in the show so far mine's easy yeah. mine's if my speech had actually you know 
convinced enough people well, to give me money. Well, if it had convinced, you still would have went. Oh no, I would have still went. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's not. You one. just would have had a lot more resources. I would have yeah. had a lot. Would it? Ooh, but then it would have been different. Then, then like Alina would have been there. Well, if I may. That would have been more money for that person to steal from you. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah. Well, I oh, wouldn't. You, I wouldn't have gone alone. You probably. Oh, that's true. How many? Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, like, like fifty armed guards or something. Dude, so I thought would, it was in the thousands. You wouldn't have had yeah. barrier. I think it was five thousand people. It was I wanted. So absolutely, you wouldn't have like had barrier yeah, Carl or as we a, connected for sure. No. Yeah, barrier public defender as appointed by the city. You're my public defender? Literally defending your body. Oh. That's why he was assigned to go with you. Barry oh. is the, the public defender. Yeah. New, uh, new TV show idea. <laughs> new TV show idea. Uh, for me, it's, of course, got to be the uh, destroying of my city and losing my parents. Uh, that if that had not happened, I would be a happy teenager, you know, Hanging out with my with my buddies in my little country town. Mm-hmm. Still over in Sangul. Yeah. Uh, Barry's is very similar. If the uh, what if that guy hadn't made that lacrosse goal? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, this still has to do with Barry's original hometown being destroyed, similar to Carl. But it wasn't the crystal disappearing. It was just oh, there's a behemoth mist beast out there that has scared all the other beasts. In the direction of Barry's town, and they just ran it through. Golly, I forgot that was yeah. the origin. Yeah. yeah, it's it. It is really wild to be <laughs> to be playing in a D and D campaign where like a major part of of, our, of one of the people's backstory is like is a mountain sized wild misted beast out there somewhere, and that's that's just like a throwaway line. Like that's not. We're not going to investigate that. We're not. We don't know what happened there. He's no. just. He's just chilling. Does so, Chase? Does Barry know what that creature is? The one that drove the other creatures to his town. So I think Barry has at least a general understanding of it. That it's like I don't think it's come up much in the podcast, but prior to us starting, Keith sent a little lore doc that uh, was like there are some mist beasts that are just so gargantuan that like it's not like you can fight them. It's you find a way to avoid them. Yeah, it's so, like a hurricane. Yeah, you, you you can you can't really be mad at a hurricane. Uh, I don't know. Oh no, I, man, I'd be pretty I mad. I should I'm, say it's I'm, hard to declare vengeance against yeah. the uh, hurricane unless you're like uh, the guy who hates windmills. Bro, I'm gonna put Poseidon in his place. It's like whenever the uh, in the yeah in the Hobbit movies, whenever they're going on like the rock ledges through the mountains, and there's the rock giants flinging rocks yeah. at each other. Like they're not stopping to fight those guys. They're just getting out of the way. Yeah. So I think Barry realizes, oh, yeah, this is a behemoth mist beast that we just didn't know was there because it's been lying dormant for so long. And in the backstory I wrote, which I don't know is if that would be officially canon, it's essentially the size of a uh, small mountain. So when it was dormant, it just looked like a mountain off in the distance. But when it started moving, it's like, oh, shit, that's a living thing. And all these much smaller mist beasts are now terrified of this larger probably like apex predator type thing that is now driving them in a stampede in a direction away from it that just also happens to be where Barry City was where while he was out on a hunt. Uh, so when they came back, it just ruins. Uh, his dad and two other sisters had passed away fighting, trying to protect people. And uh, yeah, so if that hadn't happened, 
uh, Bear would still be happily living with all all of his family, uh, tending to their farm and going out on hunting trips. In their, his hometown, which I did not name, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't name it. I I never I could not think of a good one before we started, and then we just got into it, and I forgot. We should name it, it right it came now. Back up. We should name it right now. Flavor Town. <laughs> no, no, no. Flavorville. Okay, Flavor. Flavorville. Is that canon key? Flavorville. Flavorville. Oh, yeah, Flavorville. I, I mean, love that. It's Chase's town. Flavorville. Sure. Heck yeah. Barry Singleton of Flavorville. Incredible. Uh, so you want to answer some listener questions? I, I really do. Yeah. I really Alrighty. do. Uh, so our first one comes from the birthday boy himself, a few weeks removed, Gonger Brew. Shout, shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out. Shout out. Uh, so guys, <laughs> since it is the season of giving, yes. what would your character's ideal gift be? Uh, I'm going to just say to receive, because that feels implied. Uh, clicks is super lame. Click would actually prefer money so he can buy his own stuff. He's <laughs> he does he likes getting gifts, but he's also very bad at telling people what he wants. So instead of instead of letting people get random stuff for him that he there's a chance he might not like, he's just like just give me money. Is this also for Sam in real life? Uh <laughs> Well, not as much anymore. I've gotten better about it. But yeah, I used to be like, okay. yeah, just give me money. Yeah, for me, it comes down to who is the person. Like uh, the close friends, like the people around this table, I would trust to pick out a cool gift. Some of my family, I'd just be like, hey, y'all just y'all can just give me money. You don't <laughs> it's know, easier my, you don't that know way. my hobbies, really. You can buy me a, a polo that I'll never end up wearing. Or you can just give me the 30 bucks you spent on it and I'll buy it on something I want. Spend, if somebody gives you a if somebody gives you a polo, they don't know you at all. Uh, no. Yeah, well, I have not worn a polo in probably ten years. <laughs> oh my! Since since the uh, oh, so I was gonna say since the day of the chair accident, but y'all were wearing button down. Button yeah, downs, yeah. <laughs> one one of my favorite uh, <laughs> bad gift stories is from a, a comedian. I don't remember who it is, but it, the, they told a story about uh, that their grandma one year got the, got all of the grandkids socks. <laughs> and they were like, this is stupid. We don't need like white tube socks. And so they threw them out and then they had to like, they called their, they had to call their grandma like the next day or something. Uh, and she, and she was like, Hey, did everybody get their presents? And they were, she, they, they were like, yeah, yeah, we, it was, it was very nice. Thank you, grandma. And she's like, yeah, do you, do you f- see the money inside the socks? <laughs> <laughs> they had to like go dig through the trash. Oh. Did they find them? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fortunate. That's incredible. Okay, that does give me the vibes of like a story that is kind of clearly made up that a preacher would tell. It's like mm, about yeah, the yeah. atheist professor talking to a student kind of thing. <laughs> what? You, you know those stories that like every preacher tells that is like you listen to it, it's like nobody in the real world does stuff like that. Yeah. But it just resolves oh. so perfectly. That's what that kind of sounds like, but I could absolutely see that happening. Yeah, I could yeah. see that happening easy. I think that Citus's best gift to receive, is there an equivalent to like Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> or something like that in this world? No. No. And in Alina, sure. Sweet. There's, there's a coffee yeah. shop. I want I want gift cards to it. That's what I want. <laughs> Give me those. So I don't have to spend my own money. That's even worse. That's even worse than cash. I agree because you can't choose where to go with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're just locked in. I think for Barry, it's also a beverage, but <laughs> it is this special Flavorville ale that <laughs> was brewed at... Uh, What's it called? 
uh, Flavor Ale. <laughs> they're not an original people. Um, he was. Well, I think the answer he was looking for was donkey sauce. Oh, okay. Yeah, donkey sauce. <laughs> That's not no. what I was that, looking I mean, for is, at that all. Is, that, uh, talking about Flavortown, Flavortown's Guy Fieri, that yeah. is his famous thing is donkey sauce. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. It's a donkey sauce brown ale that Barry just absolutely loved and would drink as much as he could. Even, the, even when he's like a teenager would sneak some because... Every teenager wants to drink, but he now realizes the error of, of his ways, Carl. Um, <laughs> and yeah, he would want that. But he also got his second best gift already, which is the Khmer. Because he <laughs> that, loves that. That. Was, that was a good one. Yeah, thank you, Keith. Uh, Merry Christmas. I gotta say, Carl's is probably... Dino Nuggets. <laughs> you're not that far Chocolate off. milk. Uh, it's n- Macaroni not, and cheese. Not dissimilar to, uh, to Andrew, myself, that... Uh, I've both me and Carl just love just buy me a meal. Like take me out to a meal to a nice pl- restaurant and be like, get whatever you want. That is, uh, I I love just like having free reign to just indulge. Guessing a lot a lot of meat and desserts. Yes, yes, yes. Hell yeah! All right. So what's this? Uh, what's this? What's the city's version of like Cheesecake Factory? <laughs> I don't think ye this, old cheesecake. Ye that, old ye cheesecake. Old. You guys, you I don't think Vestelm asking. has this, but that this is a, a bit, we, Chase has mentioned before. Fantasy McDonald's. You asked for fantasy Starbucks, and now we got fantasy cheesecake factory. I feel like you guys don't understand the concept <laughs> of like medieval villages. Yeah, I don't well, think you understand the concept of capitalism, baby. Yeah. Yeah. And also, just throwing fantasy on front on like the beginning of a real thing is just so much fun. <laughs> yeah, awesome. because then we all understand what yeah. it looks like. Also, Medieval McDonald's. <laughs> we have it in our brains what that is. Also, cheesecake. Yeah, yeah, cheesecake, Fucking cheesecake, cheesecake. All right. So the next question actually comes from Andrew's wife. Oh. Uh, Heresy Ooh. of the South in the Discord. We actually shout out, shout out, shout out, Heresy shout out, shout of the out. South. She's so proud of that name. Oh she, yeah, she thought a, of that when we first got married, and she loves it. Oh, it's I won't lie, one. I had no idea who that was. <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah. Melissa. Yeah, uh, but Melissa asks if your character saw a fantasy therapist. What would be the main issue to be discussed? She's, she put fantasy in front of something. Yeah, yeah she okay. did. That's what I'm saying. We she all know what it means. <laughs> and well, she also put it in quotes, though. Technically, yeah. that also could just be labeled as a therapist. <laughs> I don't. Did they? Did they understand that? Did they have therapy back in the medieval ages? No, they just drank. Ah, good point. But well, well, for the sake of the question, if they did see a fantasy therapist, what would the main issue be, and/or what would your diagnosis be? Hmm. I think Sidus is just has ADHD. Yeah, he has ADHD. That's crazy. You're gonna I, let him answer that question for no, you? No, it was in my brain. I was like, schizophrenia is way too <laughs> hardcore. ADHD. Yeah, I struggle with that. Yeah, Sidus ADHD. Final answer. No, it, it, it's a perfect example though that like you said it, and then he did, hadn't said it yet because he couldn't decide mm-hmm. because it's ADHD. ADHD. Yeah, <laughs> dude, you were seeing the cogs turn in my brain as it happened. Yeah, it's definitely ADHD. Shout out ADHD, crippling ADHD. <laughs> uh, for Carl, it's probably got to be the. Uh, I, it's 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 a weird combination. His his main issue is a weird combination of like survivor's guilt and uh, uh, what do they call that? Like the like uh, 
hero syndrome or like like savior syndrome or something messiah like that. complex yeah what, what is it messiah complex. messiah complex yeah like a, a survivors a weird combination of survivor's guilt and the messiah complex where like he because of what happened to him and losing everything now he feels like this is personal responsibility to save everyone yeah well see the problem now is that you and i should talk more before the start of the show because <laughs> having two destroyed village origin yeah, yeah, stories yeah. Yeah. uh also means barry has some pretty intense mm. survivor's guilt uh and here let me answer for you since okay you, okay okay ptsd obviously oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah. you saw a lot mm. of you saw a lot of that and oh, you yeah. continued to see a lot of that oh, yeah, i think barry's got a handful of problems that he masked with the drinking and a smile yeah. So like some PTSD, some survivor's guilt, just some general wanting to live up to the expectations he had yeah. as like a teenager when his dad died. Because, you know, yeah, up until you're an adult, you don't see your your parents as adults. You see them as near deities often. Yeah. So it's like, OK, he held his dad up on this high pedestal, saw his expectations for his dad and was like, oh, can I live up to those? I wasn't there to protect them the first time. Oh my mm. God, PTSD. Yeah, that, I, and that PTSD doesn't even have to be just because, my goodness, you went through, lack of a better understanding, the apocalypse once. Like, just your dad dying at a young yeah, age. Yeah. Like, that can cause PTSD. Well, you mentioned that, I think you said you were on a hunting expedition whenever yeah. that your village was destroyed. So, like, did you know something had happened and rushed home or yeah. like did it happen and you just came home to it so oh. yeah no it was a thing where they were taking a break and heard a bit of the the rumbling off in the distance so like uh barry climbs a tree to try and get a better vantage point sees that okay that mountain is moving and now you can see like the trees parting from the stampede oh fuck they're heading right for the city get down the tree we have got to go now so like, it was one of those where he did have some time mentally to try and prepare yeah. for what would be seen. But also, you're just pure adrenaline at that point. Yeah. It's like, I don't know what the fuck we're about to come into. I'm just going to go in ready to try and help and hope we're not too late. And unfortunately, it was too late for most people. Was uh, it still, like, actively being destroyed when you got there? Or would you get there in the middle of it? I got there t afterwards, After essentially. <laughs> like, there were maybe a couple of stray beasts still there. But essentially... It was just the aftermath because rampaging, stampling, uh, stampeding <laughs> this beast are a lot faster yeah. than four dragonborn on foot. Shout, shout, out, shout out Ron Stampler. <laughs> shout out Ron Stampler. So was your mom, Tiskyu, out on the expedition with you or did she just survive the stampede? There, there were some survivors. So like, oh, okay. uh, we might actually publish the backstory at some point, uh, but... That would be cool. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. So, like, since we have some write-ups, we can just put that somewhere for the people to read. But yeah. the, the gist of it was that the uh, Barry's two, I think they're both older sisters and dad, were out on the farm, like, with the rest of the fighting able people uh, trying to protect everybody. But also a lot of the survivors, mostly, like, children and some of the elderly, were rushed down into, like, uh, a basement type area underneath uh, Barry's house. Uh, and actually, the sisters were found dead at the top of the stairway for that because they were protecting the kids inside. So there were some survivors, and Tiski was down, like, with the kids. No, 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 no. I had it where she was still fighting. <laughs> she was just almost dead. <laughs> oh, no. Under Barry's dad's body. Oh, oh no. Yeah, yeah. I, I got brutal when I wrote that why, backstory. Why you maybe, that? maybe we shouldn't publish Yeah, don't Maybe publish. not. But, well, Barry found her and saved her. Now she's happy and alive in the city. Yeah. True. Click, did uh, you answer yet? No. Uh, so clicks would be uh, 
anxiety slash stress due to just the nature of his job, uh, dealing with uh, m- medium to high stakes pretty much 24 seven. Um, that can cause obviously a lot of stress. Mm. Um, and you know, it doesn't help that like he definitely has a Libra licensed therapist just because he magically cannot talk about certain things to certain people. Mm. So like he definitely has like a therapist that like he sees from Libra. Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Well, thank you my lovely wife for asking that question. You are beautiful and amazing and I love you. Yeah, pretty cool, I guess. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Melissa. That's, hey, that's say my crazy. wife one more time. That's crazy. My wife. There all you go. Right. That's all I needed. Uh, and our next question comes from another wife of the table. My wife needs to get on the freaking she does. Discord. We could have had three for three. We could have done it. But this she's, one comes... She's, she's introed an episode. She has. That, yeah, you know what? That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. Uh, but this one comes from Salt Hearth, uh, which is, of course, Keith's <laughs> wife. You, you're so creative in the ways that you come up with to butcher that name. I look forward to that just as much as the uh, Nacho Boys. Nacho Boys. I honestly didn't know like who you're talking about. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, but the, so the correct one, I'm going to try and get it right each time to Soleil de Hart. <laughs> I think he still messed it up. It's just I think it's just Soleil. Soleil de Hart. Soleil, okay, de, Hart. Soleil de Hart. Or if you're me and Melissa, it's Soleil de Hart. Soleil de Hart, yeah. So this one is what would your character's mood board slash aesthetic be? So cottage core. I don't know what a mood board is. <laughs> let's let's all Google mood board yeah. real quick. I, I, so, I, hey, I gave mine. Cottage yeah, yeah. core. What it's is, easy. What, okay, I, what, well, is what is it? You already know. No, we don't. Why? No, that's okay, why we're Google asking. Cottage yeah, Core. Yeah, yeah. Oh <laughs> I know what Cottage Core is. What I, is it, Keith? It's like witchy, like yeah, in the woods, yeah. like mushrooms and oh. plants. And Muted so. all colors, like plants. Yeah. Like hey, that. That's Cottage Core. That's a man in a sweater. Yeah, that dude, is it is. Like, I don't so, know. Sam, the definite, it's a, vibe. A, a mood board is uh, physical or digital collages that arrange images, materials, text, and other design elements into a format that's representative of the final design style. Dude, uh, okay. So like, if, you were, if you were designing <laughs> to decorate your house and you wanted a mood board, you would, it would essentially be, here's this big board. Here's the picture of like the couch I want, the decorations I want, the vibes I want. Cottage core, like I said, is going to be like muted fall colors, some beige, some oranges, some greens with like plants and just general nature. I'm thinking like, like Sherlock vibes. vibe, like yeah. kind of Victorian with a little bit of plants and wood and leather and stuff like that. I think berries is very clearly like a rustic vibe. Like living in the woods probably has a deer head on the wall somewhere, that kind of stuff. I, this is so hard. I've not, I mean, me and Sam are going to be stuck here because we've never considered this question before. <laughs> and I don't know what the category options are. Even though I have seen mood boards, I've never thought about the context of myself. Um, my my overall, like, I, I'm just going to think of it in terms of how, like, how I would decorate a house. Uh, my, my general aesthetic is like, it's actually honestly really similar to well, my my wife's. Um, keep, which, keep in mind, this is for Carl, though. For a Carl, okay. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, golly, uh, it would probably be a weird mix of like the decor on the walls would be like hardcore, like metal stuff, oh, yeah. but then <laughs> but then like the stuff around the room would be like you know a bunch of like 
soft blankets and like, like <laughs> a lot. It's just, it would be very much a di- dichotomy there between like the aesthetic that he's putting out and what he actually like enjoys. I like that. Uh, damn. Well, like, I think would be I, kind of minimalist, I, honestly. Oh, that, okay. Oh, that yeah, works. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, minimalist works just because I actually have no idea. I mean, even I'm, though I was last, I'm a minimalist, but the few things that are there are extremely gaudy because you like to be, you like to put forth wealth. Yeah. Yeah, that works. Yeah. <laughs> we probably have like one couch in the living room, but it's <laughs> like, but it's like a, a, what current? Well, it's a. It, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, like a. It's like a really expensive couch. Does oh, it have nice. plastic wrapped around it? Uh, <laughs> I don't think plastic exists in this a, world. Fantasy plastic. My <laughs> fault. My fault. A uh, fantasy a, plastic. A throw blanket. To, to nah, the it. fantasy plastic. No, nah, there's those. no. Nah, there's no fantasy plastic. But there's rope ladders. What does that have to do with anything? Yeah, what does that have to do with I was anything? trying to make an argument and it fell through. Uh, <laughs> I, that was almost, I did not land. That argument was almost as flimsy as rope ladders. <laughs> oh, uh, see, that's where it comes in. <laughs> Heck yeah. They're definitely the type of people that like, there are no pets allowed on the couch. Oh, which boo. is Yeah, which is the boo. exact opposite of Sam, who <laughs> I... If you're, if you're the type of person that doesn't let your pets on furniture, then I got nothing for you. It is it is rough because when I go to people's houses, rough was that a dog pun? Oh God, I do this every time <laughs> where I make unintentional puns, and my wife loves it, and I, I it's complete accident. Uh, but yeah, when I go over there, wait, accident was that a puppy pun? No, come on. <laughs> uh, when when I go to people's houses that that have rules like that, it's always so tough for me because I'm like, I I want to play with the dog. Come up here, buddy. And yep. then they're like, no, no, no. Then you got to get on the I'm floor, so and it's like, yeah, I don't want to be on the floor. That's, That's gross. Whenever people come over to our house, that it's like, I, I will put you in a room by yourself before I lock my dog away in a room by himself. <laughs> I do have one more question. Yeah, okay, what you got, buddy. And this one, I, I, I want to direct it back to Keith. How are you doing, buddy? I'm. That wasn't my question. Dandy. You, you made reference to something. Oh, like yeah. way at the beginning oh, of this. Yeah. And it kind of threw me off guard. Do you want to talk about that just a little bit? Yeah, I mean, we're nearing what appears to be a climactic fight uh, for the city of Vesthelm. And win or lose, uh, that's going to be the end of season one for the Land of Many Names. Woo! Oh, let's go. Yeah, and that's that's cool. I like that. So what are we doing after? Yeah, because then you, Andrew, you made mention of something. Next character. Next character? What is that? I do have a next character in mind for something that our next lovely DM, which this is an important question before this announcement. This Mm -hmm, is an important mm -hmm, question I need mm -hmm, to ask. mm -hmm. Does the title of Big Poppy go with the DM? No, it does not. Or is it just Keith? It's just Keith. I think that's a Keith thing. That's a Keith thing. Okay, it's just Keith. Okay. Well, then (laughs) we have to come up with a new one (laughs) because our next lovely DM... It's going to be Chase. That's yeah. Be, yeah. yeah. Oh. It's going to be Chase. We're going to yeah. call him Big Juicy. Big <laughs> Juicy. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, I'm sure that you have all like perked up to when both of those guys said something about the next season or coming to the end of this one. Uh, so now you know. We're wrapping up this first bit of the mist, as we've been tentatively calling this campaign. Uh, now, don't panic. We're not ending it there's still going to be more to come but we are we're switching it up a bit so we're going to start our 
uh, season two of the podcast, which I, as Andrew has pointed out, will be damning. And that's about all you're going to get for now. We're going to have some more information coming at you in the next few weeks. Uh, keep an eye on the social media and your podcast feed. Uh, I think we have it set to where there won't be like any breaks in our posting schedule. So you'll still be getting uh, weekly content, whether yeah. it's an episode or small talks. But yeah, things are going to shake up a bit and it's going to be less missed and probably more dick jokes when I'm at the helm. So <laughs> Jackpot. That's what this wait. podcast needed. Oh, that's yeah. what it needs, more baby. Dick I think that's, <laughs> but yeah, just to reiterate what Chase was saying, like we're not going anywhere. Okay. It's the same, it's the same group. It's all five of us. We're all coming up with new characters. It's a new place. It's a new story, new DM. I, I'm really excited about it. I think it's going to be fun to kind of, test our waters and kind of switch up some stuff. Yeah, it's going to be weird sitting on the uh, the head of the table. I get you, to play a while. character. Yeah. Yeah. Yay! Yes. We get player Keith and then, oh, and then now when I make fun of Keith, it can just be Keith's just going to fight my character. Yeah, he's <laughs> just going to kill There's just going to be immediate party strife. And I only have one rule in this campaign that is the most important and that is that Sam will never get cool magic items. <laughs> oh, no. That's not nice. That is not no, cash money. No, it, I mean, it's it's just going to be the same as it normally is. <laughs> no, yeah, oh, shoot. Yeah. No. <laughs> Are y'all excited? I think we've all kind of made characters and we're trying to be hush-hush about it. I don't yeah. want to say nothing. I don't want to give anything away. But I do want to ask. Not like me in the last Small uh, small Talk 13 where I fully <laughs> spoiled Keith's character and then had to cut that yeah, out. Yeah, you cut that out and you did a great job. <laughs> Y'all excited hilarious. about your characters? Yes. I this am. this is the most excited I've been about a, a character ever. Really? This is I, yeah, really? I think I think this wow. is gonna be my favorite character. Yeah. I, I'm actually and, in I, the and same I love camp. and I love click. Like I love playing click, but I think this next character is gonna be probably a little bit better. Yeah, I, I'm excited about playing a character that I think is going to be a little bit more natural to play. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. You know, I think it'll be a little bit more natural, and I'm excited about that. I have one question, and that's all we're going to say character-wise for you, Alex. Mm -hmm. Is it a bard? You'll have to tune in and find out. That's right. You'll have to <laughs> tune in and find out, baby. Uh, yeah, th with this uh, coming up to the finale here, this might be strap in because it might be a little bit longer of an episode as we uh, fight to someone's death. <laughs> Somebody will die <laughs> or multiple people will die. Somebody is going to die. Let's see. We have two of the party who have gone down at this point. We've got two more to hit that full quota. So uh, hmm. good luck bringing a barbarian down. Honestly. Well, thank you guys so much again for listening to episode 15's Small Talk. Chase, remind us where you can find us on the social medias and the interwebs, please. All right. We are on Twitter and TikTok at NanoDND. We are on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at NotAnotherNat1. In all those bios, you can find our link tree. And if you just want to go into your web browser and type it in, that's linktr.ee slash NotAnotherNat1, where you will find all those same social media links to go follow us. You'll also find our Discord invite link in that link tree. Come join our community, hang out, talk. Uh, that's where we get our listener questions from. If you have a question for us, join the Discord and pop it in there. Uh, also, share, show us the pictures of your pets. We love them, obviously. We need them. Drop some memes. Have a chat. It's a great time. We worship Bulbasaur every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. Every, every Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, so, yeah, hop on over there. Also, scroll down that link tree. You're going to find a SoundCloud with amazing music that Alex had written for the podcast. It is really good. Scroll down a little bit more. You're going to find a Google Drive with wallpapers that have our logo. 
their standard Pride and Spooky with a uh, Christmas holiday one coming up soon. Hey oh. It, it sounded like Pride and Spooky were one thing. Oh like yeah. Was, like <laughs> we, we all, Pride. That's we, the next one. It's just gonna be the Pride version with bats. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Oh, can it, it be rainbow bats? Rainbow bats. Rainbow, rainbow, rainbow bats. bats. Yes. Okay, yes. I'm gonna start mocking that roll. up. Let's go. But do it all, tell a friend, and until next time, stay frosty. No, it's gotta it be back. it's gotta be something different. It does. I got it. I got I'll it. eat some fiber. Oh, is it me? <laughs> you <laughs> said you forgot it. Oh, well, then Chase said something. I thought we were going to go with Stay Spooky. I like that. Keep it in. No, I keep this in. Okay. All right, I got one. You ready? Yeah, I'm here. Until next time, don't do drugs. Hug a pug. Oh, no. Oh, I'm literally keeping all of this in. I'm not editing. <laughs> 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 Wish you would.